Welcome back to Conspiracies Snacks, tonight's guacamole and tinfoil hats. <laughs> that threw me off. <laughs> I know it did. Your face was funny. Um, I'm Connor Kenworthy, and that's Avalon Gubernick. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Co-conspirators. You cannot say conspirators. I said it right that time. No, you didn't. Conspirators. <laughs> Why does it sound so weird when you say it? Conspirators. Conspirators. Yeah, that <laughs> That's literally how it sounded. Like. <laughs> anyway. And tonight, we are bringing... Well, today, whatever time of day you're freaking listening to this, we are bringing you Project Pegasus. I almost went caca, but I don't know what sound those animals make. Pegasus are horses, you dumb. Nay. And this, we'll talk about it. Well, you know, just grab your your snacks and your tinfoil hats. We'll be with you. And we'll talk about it after our intro music. How chaotic. I apologize for this episode. This episode's going to be the biggest shit show of our history because... Mm, I think we've had bigger shit shows. I, I just told you everything about this week and how it's been True. one of the worst weeks in a while. So that's why I think my brain is like, what is happening? Anyway, um, oh yes, so this week we are bringing you Project Pegasus, which is none other than, this is pretty much the reason we have this podcast, isn't it? It's our origin story. So, um, history, just heads up, if you don't want to listen to this, just go listen to And That's Why We Drink on the episode 102. We have not talked of, about our snacks or our days at all. I know. I'm just introducing this. <laughs> okay. thought you were just jumping into it. And I was like, um, rude. We're not going to talk. You're like, I want to, I want you to ask how my day was. <laughs> I, Avalon, how was your day? No, keep going. What you were saying. No, because now I'm all stressed out that like, I don't know if there's going to be a transition to ask how your day is. So <sighs> okay. how is it? No, I didn't want you to ask that. I was the snacks was the most important part. I already told my snack. That's all they care about. They don't care yeah, about yours. Yeah, you just wait. Uh, guacamole. <laughs> Anyways, so tonight I'm having chips and dip because my brain is completely fried. What are you having tonight? I have animal crackers, the frosted ones. Is there a horse? Um, there's, um, a camel. That's like a horse. That's a desert horse. <laughs> That's the best name I've ever heard for a camel. <laughs> it oh, is. yes, a desert horse. Honestly, they're kind of stale and I'm sad. Aw. But, no, but honestly, how was your week, though? My week... Because we talked all about mine, and I'm sorry that I just... Yeah, Connie did not have the best week. It's okay. Um, you're alive. I feel like 
I'm alive. I just feel bad because I swear every time we get on this podcast, you're like, how was your week? And I'm like, this week sucks. Yeah, <laughs> but so, like. Anyone who listens is like, Connor's just negative. No, no like, during the summer you had a rough week. good ones. True. True. But school sucks and work sucks. So I get it. Um, this My week was not. It was just like meh, you know. It yeah, wasn't no, awesome, that. but it wasn't awful. The weekend yeah. was good. What did you do? I hung out with friends and met new friends, so that's fun. You met new friends during COVID? <laughs> Don't come for me. <laughs> this is a Literally, safe environment. I'm just, jealous. <laughs> I'm just jealous. I'm not coming for you. But yeah, so that was fun and good laughs and good food. Had sushi, which always oh, good. Sushi sounds so good. I almost got a fat burrito on my way home from work today, but I didn't want to be eating into the microphone. From so Rancheritos? Mm-hmm. That sounds so good. Oh, it was... In my mind, it was really good. It was so one. good. Didn't eat it. <laughs> Shut up. But... Don't come for me. I'm not. I'm only here to support. <laughs> Since when? <laughs> Since you almost cried. <laughs> I can't handle crying people, so <laughs> that's why I was trying really hard. Uh-huh. That's why I usually just shut off my emotions. Yeah. What is this podcast? I told you this episode's gonna be rough because I was up till five AM doing these let's notes. Just, let's just get started then. You wanna get started? Because it, it's also I have seven pages of notes. Holy shit. <laughs> if I would have known you had that many pages, I wouldn't waste time talking about my week. <laughs> it's fine. You know what? You wanted to talk about yourself because you're a narcissist. It's fine. All right. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Anyway, <laughs> I was 100% joking and it came off so I mean, mean. <laughs> with like, everything, there's a little bit of truth. So we'll just pocket oh, that for later. 100%, 100% you're a narcissist. I know that. I don't. But I usually mm. love hearing you talk about yourself. <laughs> Thank you, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot tell me that you don't agree you're not a little narcissistic. Oh, for sure. I love I attention. I 100% am too. And we're both like, we're funny. Everyone loves to listen to us. Like, We think typical. that there's billions of people listening to us because we're so like, funny and entertaining. Let's start a podcast because people think we're going to be so funny. Like, so people can be graced with our humor. <laughs> but really, it's just so we can hear ourselves talk for 45 oh, 100%. minutes. We we text each other and be like, I hate the sound of my voice, but really, I love it. <laughs> I love it. So, I'm sorry. So. <laughs> no, so dead ass though, I took, I took all my information from the podcast and that's why we drink. Because they, so back in December 2019, I was going through it as I typically am. We. Finals week. We. We, it was finals week. I was drowning my sorrows in a podcast, and we were we were in the BYU library studying for finals. And I was like, I don't want to study. Avalon, listen to this podcast I just listened to because it blew my freaking mind. 
and then we started talking about conspiracy theories and you talked about how you love the moon landing and then i was like what if we like started a podcast because we're like so funny and like people (laughs) and we could just like yell at each other and people would just listen to it and you for some reason thought that was a good idea because we're both stupid i mean i'm 100 glad we did this but oh a thousand percent We'll and have, then, like, a hundred so, episodes, but, like, zero views. <laughs> they're, like, they'll, we'll make it into history books. They'll be, like, these people have the longest going podcast with no listeners. <laughs> Anyways, so I listened to that podcast. I made Avalon listen to it. And then we decided to start this podcast. Yeah. Um, and so it's, again, known as Project Pegasus. It is, um, yes, so this week was really bad, so all of my notes just came from And That's Why We Drink. They um, talk about it, M talks about it in episode 102 and 103. She does, like, a two-parter, and so I guess I'm kind of taking her notes, really, and, like, going to tell Avalon about it, And but it blows my mind. This is, the I think, the closest conspiracy theory that I've come to to believing until the end we'll get to the end and then (laughs) we'll see how it goes anyways are you ready for this i was born ready (laughs) i just want to describe what just happened i ask Evelyn if she's ready as she's like putting her hair up and so she had just thrown all of her hair over her face and like bent down and i said are you ready for this and she sits up looking like the grudge coming out of the freaking darkness and it's like i was born for this yes we really should do a video podcast like yelling right now and my roommate's asleep so that's fun sorry jarek or he's trying to sleep okay so let's get started um so avalon when you hear the phrase time travel what do you think i think of back to the future 100% 100% I'm glad you said that oh, but like yes. also the like, spell from Wizards of Waverly Place where they're like make weary time weary oh, I remember that one yeah that's a good spell Why, if only it was real so like do you think it's like gonna be one day attainable do you think it's never gonna be attainable do you think it's already been done like what do you think mm, I think it will one day be attainable. I don't think okay. we've done it yet. Okay. But, like, you believe, like, the technology is there to do it? Yes. And, like, what do you... If you could time travel, what would? where would you go? To my birth, and I would kill myself. Ew, what the... F- <laughs> okay, I heard the rest of the joke. I just picture you, like, showing up. And you're like, your mom's giving birth. And you're like, hi, mom. And she's like, what the fuck? No, I would show up and be the doctor. And then I would, like, deliver myself and then throw myself out the window. And then what happens to the real you? Then I am dead. Oh. That's really dark. I shouldn't have said that. (laughs) This is really dark. I would would go go back back to, like, talk to Jesus. Ew. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I think that is a very worthy, you know, I think I would go forward about 4,000 years just to see if, like, we lived on Mars. 
That's a cool one. Yeah. I just think that would be fun to just shut up. You're so mean. I would go back to the 1969 and I would infiltrate NASA. Just to live in 1969? No, I would infiltrate NASA and prove that the moon landing was fake. Okay, wait. Two two things. I would go to the year 2121 to try to find Phil from the future. (gasps) Um, So I would do that. And then I would also go to the time... 6969. Of course. On 420. On 420. Of course. 420 You cannot tell me that would be the that wouldn't be the most visited date. Oh, for sure. By like teenagers. Yes. And me as and a 24-year-old. Dumbass adults. Yes, us. Us. Anyways. So, I'm here to tell you Avalon that time travel is real and it has been done since the 70s what we are going to base this entire time frame pretty much on the fact that uh pretty much during the cold war we've talked about so many stuff it's kind of like the space race everything that we talk about is pretty much because we say we hate the soviets so let's be better than them true and um, a lot of this information comes from a man. His name is Andrew Basiago, and he is um, an attorney at law of a private practice in Seattle. So, okay. Um, but he is now the leader of what he calls the Truth Movement, and Ooh, he yes. wants to pretty much um, like lobby the government to declassify um, a bunch of different documents on like. Um, <clears throat> extraterrestrials and specifically this project pegasus um which he comes forward and says that he was a part of this project pegasus in the 70s yes. so he's like i was a part of this um so project pegasus though <clears throat> is a like a what is the word a safety project run by darpa have you ever heard of darpa i've heard of it i cannot tell you what they do so, yeah, like, I think, I don't even know if I had heard of it before this podcast, but, like, DARPA is, stands for the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, and they pretty much work hand-in-hand hand with the government for the military, and their prime goal is to develop technologies to, like, advance the human race and, like, technology. So, from their website, I went to their website... And this is their mission statement from their website. It says, for 60 years, DARPA has held to a singular and enduring mission to make pivotal investments in breakthrough technologies for national security. Um, Later on, it says DARPA explicitly reaches for transformational change instead of incremental advances. So they're like, I don't care about like getting to the next iPhone. I want to get to just jump from the iPhone to the freaking chip in your brain yeah kind of thing like black mirror so they're not there for the in-between shit they're there for the big stuff i mean respect Um, honestly pretty cool um and so like according to google and stuff like some of their programs include like the beginning of the internet like siri was is made possible because of them gps is made possible by them they were um working on a technology in the early 2000s to inject like technology into insect pupa and turn them into like cyborg bugs that can like that creeps me um, out i don't like collect information that's what i mean but like that's the kind of crap that they do is like make bees become spies by like injecting them so like black mirror kind of technology 
And so they say like that technology like wasn't working because it would like kill the bees. But 100%, I now believe that it did work. And every bumblebee that I see is a government. Why did they get so close to us? Huh? I think it's the flies. The flies in your house. Talk about being a fly on the wall. My favorite Miley (laughs) Cyrus song. How does that one go? Because I remember that being. Don't you wish that you could be a fly on the wall? (laughs) Yes. That's just a little taste. You know what I also, every time I, (laughs) this is total sidebar, but every time I edit our podcast, I just listen to my breathing into the microphone and I hate it because like, I'll be like talking and then I'm just like, (sighs) yeah, we both breathe really heavily and it's like kind of concerning. (laughs) That we're both just sitting here talking and we're like. (gasps) (laughs) I'm like out of breath because we're talking. I think I need to see It's not just you. It's both of us. a physical doctor and a mental doctor. Well, yeah. Same. I need to do it while I have instruments on my parents' insurance. Okay. Continuing. Sorry. (laughs) Um, Sidebar from us being fat asses. (laughs) Yeah. As I'm like, I almost got a fat burrito before I came to the podcast. Um, anyways, so this DARPA people, they say that they were originally like a response to the whole Sputnik thing. Like when, because as we talked about in like the moon landing one, it was like when that happened, the United States was like, we're, we don't ever want to be behind again. Like we yeah. want to be ahead of the technology. And so they formed, like, DARPA was formed to help the U.S. not, look ever be embarrassed by, like, a technological advance like that again. Yeah. Um, oh, so this is fun. So from their website. This is DARPA's website? Yeah, from DARPA's website. In, like, 2015, they, like, in, a, like, a reference to Back to the Future, they were, like, what kind of, like, technologies... Cause like it talks, cause 2015 was the year that they went in that movie, and I was supposed to have like hoverboards and all that crap. Yeah. So they were like, oh, like technology's obviously progressed a lot, but like, what kind of technologies do you think we'll see in the next like 30 years? And they just like did like this thing, and then they like responded to some like as like funny ones, and so people. So this is a quote from the website. It says, "A few predictions inspired us to respond directly. One of the predictions was pizza delivery via teleportation." And they said, DARPA took a close look at this a few years ago and decided there is plenty of incentive for the private sector to handle this challenge. So, like, (laughs) they're like, we looked at it, but, like, private parties can make money from it instead of us. And I was like, excuse me? Can you imagine pizza delivery? teleporting? (laughs) That's like in Spy Kids when they freaking had those microwaves that made McDonald's. We talked about that. We we talk about Spy Kids way too much on this podcast. Yeah. Anyway, but no, we talked about that because you watched it the other day. And I was like, that was my favorite scene. And why do we not have it yet? Why do we not have that technology? Also, I just realized that that seems problematic because they put aluminum like foil into the microwave and that would normally cause a fire. Yeah, that's probably why I did that a lot as a kid. (laughs) You just like threw Pop-Tarts in there. I'm like, McDonald's, please. (laughs) Anyways, another one says... Time travel technology will be close, but will oh th- this is the prediction. Time travel technology will be close, but will be closely guarded by the military as a matter of national security. And their response said, "We already did this tomorrow." 
So, like, it was kind of a oh, joke, no. like, we already did this tomorrow. But I'm like, I believe you actually already did it, because we will talk about it. Um, another theory was systems for controlling the weather. And their response was, meteorologists told us it would be a job killer, and we didn't want to rain on their parade. <laughs> so they're, like, they're real funny. <laughs> but, like, I believe that they actually looked into it, and we've talked about clouds and crap like that. Yeah, and weather warfare. So I'm like, fun. They already did that. Um, so this says, another theory was space colonies and unlimited cellular data plans that won't be slowed by your carrier when you go over a limit. <laughs> And they said, we appreciate the idea that these are equally difficult, but they are not. We think li- we think likable cell phone data plans are beyond even DARPA and a total non-starter. Uh-huh. <laughs> you did not find that funny at all. Because I didn't understand it. They're saying even getting like phone plans that you like is a, is out of our hands. Like we can't do it. Am I like okay, just whatever. dumb? Why <laughs> don't I? Why don't I understand that? Because <laughs> everyone hates their phone plans and like data plans, I and they're don't. saying like, "Well, then, what's it like to be privileged?" Never Literally, mind, I on. just have Verizon. <laughs> yeah, but you're not paying for it. Is the problem? <laughs> okay, come for me. <laughs> Sorry. I, so that's why you don't care. Anyways, so we're going to go back to this Andrew Bossiago guy. So this guy comes forward and he's like, he's like early 2000s and is like, yo, DARPA has actually done some crazy crap and that they haven't even released to the public and whoops. Um, and they've developed teleportation based time travel and have quantum access to see the past and into the future. Mm. So he's like, they've done this time travel crap. And people are like, sir excuse me um but so i guess the big thing with him is he comes forward with this and he like has an affidavit and he signs it and so he's like a prominent lawyer in seattle and it's like i recognize that like people won't believe this and like if i am discredited like i could be disbarred but he's like i'm gonna do it anyway because this actually happened so he's like i have a comment yes is this like all just very familiar to me because of this podcast like i've listened to it before or did we talk about him in a different episode i don't think we've talked about andrew basiago have we done part feel- of no but i feel like he was involved in something else i'll have to look back but that name sounds super familiar but it might just be because i know about this but he's like still alive right now so i, think- I feel like a lot of ours are from the past yeah Anyway, keep going. I don't know. Anyways, so he comes forward and he says that this teleportation-based time travel, that that technology has been around since the 1970s. He's like, they've done it, done it, done it, done. What? Anyway, (laughs) so in his affidavit, this is a quote that he says. He says, imagine a world in which one could jump through Grand Grand Central teleport Grand Central Station, right? <laughs> yeah, wow. I have typos all over this quote. It was 3 a.m. Give me a break. Yes. Imagine a world in which one could jump through Grand Central Station in New York City, travel through a... Vortal? Portal? <laughs> vortex. It's a vortex. That's... <laughs> wow. This is going to be a rough one. So, pretty much you jump through a teleport... You teleport New York City through a vortex tunnel 
in the time-space continuum and emerged several seconds later at Union Square. Station. Oh. Union Square. Why did I write teleport again? In Los Angeles. Wow. <laughs> Such a so word So they're saying so you can... Teleport from New York to L.A., basically. Yes. Okay. He says, such a world has been possible since 1968 when teleportation was first achieved by DARPA's Project Pegasus. When my quest, like what he wants to do, when my quest is over, Project Pegasus, uh, such a world will emerge and human beings linked globally via teleportation will proclaim the time-space age has begun. So he's like, if I get to do what I want to do, everyone's going to be able to teleport everywhere and we're going to have the time space age like Mm. because i just want to release it to the public pretty much so under this project um they they start project pegasus was started so that they could um gather intel for the like united states president the cia and the military and like use it to help them um And then one of their actual missions was also they came they say that they wanted to study the effects on time travel on children um, and be able to then like use them to contact future presidents of the United States and like indoctrinate them kind of pretty much or like help them get to their their level. Um, And then they also wanted to be able to go to Mars um, and to be able to develop and maintain relationships with extraterrestrials. So Love that was kind of like everything that they kind of went for with Project Pegasus. Um, oh, and then another reason that they wanted to do it was so, and that's why We Drink talks about, they, it was also kind of started as, because this was during the Cold War time. So mm-hmm. they wanted to be able to, if they needed to, teleport the f- the president and his family to a safe location, aka they were thinking Mars, in case of a like atomic war, hmm. nuclear war, whatever. Okay, so nineteen forty seven, people from the Manhattan Project are actually like recruited, um, along with people from like Operation Paperclip, and they. I kind of all gathered together to begin working on the technology from the, and they base a lot of their designs, I guess, according to Basiago from Nikola Tesla's designs, which I guess there's a whole like conspiracy with him because he like died suspiciously and like all of his paperwork just like disappeared after he died. Like Love no that. one knows where it went. So <clears throat> this guy's kind of saying like the government took his papers and has used it to because he was like super into time travel and all that different stuff he was like a super crazy engineer that everyone knows about i actually don't know much about him so maybe we should do a podcast on him um, tesla's and noah tesla's his name nicola nick nicola oh it's like nick nick tesla okay but um <clears throat> So pretty much 1958, NASA and DARPA were like founded at the same time. So buddies, because we hate the Soviets. Um, And they were actually formed under the Air Force at this time um, to be able to be used together, whatever the hell. Um, And then in the 70s, when Nixon was president is when uh, humans began teleporting and 
so there's this engineering company. It's called Ralph Parsons Company. Um, it was part of the private sector that was being used by Dar- DARPA, and it was kind of like a link between DARPA and the CIA. Um, and Basiago's dad, Raymond, worked for this um, engineering company, and he was supposedly supposedly the liaison between the company and the CIA and DARPA. So he was like kind of part of all three. And um he Basiago claims that his father like brought him into Project Pegasus because he like wanted someone to trust like he wanted to because they wanted kids to work on it and he was like well like why not my kid and like yeah possibly being like well if like time travel becomes a thing like my kid could be like I was the first one to do it like kind of help I don't know. Like, you kind of want this kid to have greatness kind of thing. Yeah. And so he has these, like, weird memories of, like, his dad and, like, all these, like, super weird going places and his dad, like, working for the CIA. So he actually went to the CIA and, like, tried to, like, be like, hey, like, I just want information on my dad. And the CIA came back and says, we can't release information on, like, past or present employees. Um, So, like, I can't give you anything. Hmm. So that like confirmed to him that he did work for the CIA because they didn't say like, we don't have no information of him. Like he was on the records and they just said, we can't give you any information. So he, um, where are we? Oh, so Basiago talks about how he brought, like he was recruited and there were like other kids that were recruited too. But a lot of the kids were from, um, like third world countries like Argentina, Honduras, chile all that all those places with like where they could take orphan children and like not the united states would not care so that was kind of like a super shitty shitty thing that i'm positive the u.s is capable of so not surprised by that um and so all these kids were kind of like used in like the trials and stuff but it wasn't until um why did they got to that point is there like a specific reason they used kids instead of adults Yes, I have some notes on that, so I will okay. get to it. Okay. Um, so, but Basiago remembers pretty much, like, the first time he went in. He, his dad, like, brings him in to this, um, where did I go? So, when he, the very first time he remembers time traveling, his dad, like, brought him to this place that, oh, it's called Curtis Wright Aeronautical in Woodbridge, New Jersey, and he remembers going to Building 68, so, like, kind of some weird things. And that's why we drink. We're kind of talking about it. Like, at that point, is, like, he giving too much detail because it's made up? Or does he, like, actually remember this? Like, it's kind yeah. of a weird. You never know. Um, but he says he remember. So, Basiago remembers his dad showed his, like, badge or credentials to, like, the security guy and the guy. And then told the guy to turn on the machine. Whatever the freak that means. Um, and then he saw this, like, screen light up with this, like, watery, staticky energy. What the and hell? he was like and then his dad like took hold of his hand and they told him that they were like he's like we're gonna jump together and he's like what the hell so then he says that they like jumped in through this like energy thing and it was like a blue and white energy tunnel um and then the next thing he knew they were at the capitol building in new mexico what which is weird but also like new mexico Arizona, Roswell, Area 51, oh. all that different stuff. Like, so I'm like, maybe they're just chilling out there with technology or teleportation technology out in Area 51. I believe that way more than aliens. 
Right. Yeah. And so I'm like, I believe that. And then I guess there was, they talked about how there was this woman that came forward at the time and she was like shushed by the media or like thrown out as crazy. But she kept coming forward and saying like, she would like always call the police and say like weird things were happening at the the Capitol building because she would see people materialize out of thin air and like walk into the Capitol building. But like, obviously that sounds crazy. So like no one believed her. Yeah. But, like, I guess that, that there was that lady that says that. She was, like, the Bassiago, local crackhead. Yeah, literally. And so then Bassiago comes out and, like, corroborates her story and is, like, no, like, that happened because, like, I remember going there. Yeah. So, crazy stuff. Um, and then he remembered that he and his dad, after they got to that Capitol building, they drove to Los Alamos, a lab there, um, and met with Dr. Agnew. And he, this Dr. Agnew was, like, super involved in, like, World War Two, like the Hiroshima uh, bombing mission and like Castle Bravo nuclear testing and all that different stuff. Um, and he also worked, I guess, on the particle accelerator and um, was also considered one of the fathers of the atomic bomb. So like super crazy Dang. guy. So Basiago says he, they went there and they had like another machine that they used to get back to where was it? New Jersey. Yeah. Everything's legal in New Jersey, so it's it's good. <laughs> um, so, uh, and then this is where kind of Basiaga remembers, like, kind of during this time, they talked a lot about Tesla, and then he saw a lot of, like, his work around. Um, so then from that time on, he kept, like, kind of jumping and practicing jumps and, you know, like, doing things for... Um, ooh, I'm so excited. So he, he is brought, like officially onto project pegasus and like um other children are brought on and they're trained to like um go places in history and they're told just to go and observe like you're not supposed to interact with anyone they're not supposed to do anything like you're supposed to just like return a report and come and like tell us everything and so he talks about how like all these kids would go and oh this is to the past right not the future no, so they go to the future, too. We'll oh. talk. We'll talk. So he kind of will M in, and that's what we drink, kind of like does the research and like figures out how these are supposedly like how the jump rooms or these like machines work. And so I guess according to like Tesla's stuff, he called, talked about something called radiant energy. Um, and he talks about how it's like super pervasive in the universe, but it's like able to like blend in with time in space. So super smart shit that I don't know, <laughs> but pretty much there were these like two like metal, like parentheses things that kind of like face each other. So almost like, I imagine like how you would almost picture like a, what, like a circle, like a vo- like you're stepping through time. Like a portal thing. thing. Yeah. Um, and then in there was like a blue and green there was like this like screen thing with a bunch of like blue and green lights emitted. And then when they would turn it on, it would create this like shimmery curtain of just Mm. like, he talked about, it looked like a waterfall of energy. Um, And then when you stepped through that, it would go through like this vortex tunnel, like a wormhole to get to the, wherever you were going. Um, And then he talked about how like some of the kids felt like it was like instantaneous. Like they felt like they were just standing there and others felt like they could feel themselves going really, really fast. So it was like different in like how you felt. Um, so Basiago comes 
forward and he says that he actually went to washington's tent during the revolutionary war so he got to go meet george washington who i would also want to meet and then he also said he got to meet dinosaurs what dinosaurs never existed yes they did (laughs) get your christianity out here i'm just kidding they existed so he, he went like shook hands them. with them yeah you know like the from meet the robinsons that he said the t-rexes were just like that t-rex where he was like i have oh. a big head and little arms i hate that movie <laughs> he did not say that either so <laughs> it was a stupid joke i'm sorry no i knew it was a joke i just hate that movie <laughs> okay cool um it was funny so <laughs> so he also claims that DARPA has this 20 minute long video of Jesus Christ's crucifixion. No. So as I just yes, yes, and he says that it matches like the biblical depiction. So like someone went back and like on their recorded iPhone recorded Jesus's <laughs> crucifixion. Yeah. No one around was like, "What is that?" No. Mary was like, "Excuse me, no pictures." <laughs> She's like, no flash photography. He's up on the cross. <laughs> All cell phones must be turned off. Thank you. Um, yikes. That was blasphemous. Do not come for me. <laughs> um, so that also happened. Um, he talked about how a lot of the times because he was just told to like go and like witness and then come back and report, he they just wanted to like confirm actual historical events because as we know history is opt- often what is the word <laughs> history is often written by people who like win wars yeah and, like, usually those that lose so they're like just kind of confirming history going back and seeing if things actually happened the way they said they were um but then Basiaku claims that he also went forward to the year 2045 um, and he jumped into a building that was made of emerald and tungsten steel. So, oh. one short day in, in the, the emerald, emerald city. city. So, yeah, he went there. He met um, he Alphaba went. and Glinda. Wow. Someone stop me from saying these things. Oh, I love these Gosh. jokes. You're on fire today. <laughs> Shut up. Um, where am I at? Oh, he said 2045. Emerald City. One <laughs> short. Okay. He <laughs> said 2045 was a time of peace and environmental stability. So we just have to make it 25 more years. I call bullshit on that. <laughs> Why? Because there's no way things are ever going to get better. 25 years. We have time. We have Everyone time. Will... No, it's just going to keep getting worse. It's just downhill from here, honestly. <laughs> please don't say that i can't handle worse weeks than the week i just had i can't buckle up okay so he says that in 2045 he was sent there to pick up a canister of microfilm um about information around that time and then bring it back to the past so he talked about how initially um the time travel thing kind of started like before he was brought in um because he also did these things as he was like training for it he it started as like holographic viewing or what they called chronovision which is kind of like a looking glass um and it's kind of like vr 
but it's displaying the past or the future and so supposedly it says they gave this like super cool like voodoo wiccan stuff (laughs) and it emits electromagnetic signal through crystals (gasps) and that's how they you like see it i don't i don't know I wrote this is what I wrote at probably this was probably about 4 a.m. I wrote I have no idea and I don't care (gasps) (laughs) sounds about right (laughs) and then I wrote the crystals have to be in the shape of an octagon and then I wrote what the fuck I'm over this (laughs) (laughs) I mean that kind of makes sense yeah so then I kept going obviously in my notes wow what a strong and that was just like a lull that was probably when i had more caffeine so then uh, oh in night so this is another quote from his affidavit where he says by 1970 the government was using chronovision to remotely capture and film a vastly a vast amount of the past and future events so So this basically is like instead of sending someone with a video camera they can just like see it project it yes okay so that's how it begins. It's like the Beast's mirror in Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So that's how it begins. Wow. What did? How? What does he say in that? Doesn't he like show say, me like, the show Beast? Me. Oh yes. <laughs> yes. Doesn't he call show her the me girl? Ew. George Washington. Show me your mom. Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> Okay. I am 12. <laughs> I laugh at your mom I... jokes. Because <laughs> they're funny. <laughs> Anyways, so there's this guy. His name is uh, again so late in the morning, so early in the morning. This guy named Art Bill. He <laughs> is, he works for some like NATO on some classified okay, shit. Okay, NATO. And, and he, guess, I guess he, oh, no, he was like. Was this the guy? I guess he was, like, a really, like, good radio host and, like, really well-respected. But then he, like, comes forward and, like, corroborates a bunch of, like, Basiago stuff by... Because, like, Basiago was, like, I remember going to, like, this location at this time and, like, doing this. And this guy comes forward and he's, like, all I know is that the government was there doing stuff. Um, This was, like, a classified place that no one was allowed to go. So he, like, corroborated that portion of Basiago's story. Um, so I guess that was like a really big deal that someone like him would corroborate something like that. Okay, so the future of Chronovision is plasma confinement, where they you could, this is where you can physically time travel. So um, I guess a person kind of like stands in a chamber, and then this like cloud of plasma energy like comes down over you, and then you start walking, and then all of a sudden you're walking in wherever you were going. Um, but it starts out by like being temporary. So like they'll like set a timer for like 15 minutes and then you're brought back. Crazy. Crazy. So 1972 in East Hanover, New Jersey, Basiago says he uses this plasma confinement and he got in the chamber and was set back, sent back. What is this date? I wrote 1963. But that is not the year because he goes back to the Gettysburg at Agdress, which would have been like maybe 17. No, even then. 18? I don't. When was the Civil War? I should know this. So he sent back to the Gettysburg address and Avalon. Why are you Avalon. saying it like that? I, I just It's don't okay. Ask, Gettysburg okay? address. 
And then you went, Avalon. Did I, what am I saying? Address? Yeah. Or Gettysburg? Ad- address. 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 It doesn't matter. I'm no, just okay, being a dick. Avalon. There is a picture of him at the Gettysburg address. No. Avalon. There is no. a picture of him. I, I got to send it to you right now. Send it to Avalon. me there right now. Is physical who who evidence. who made this picture <laughs> no that's the thing is this picture so it here i'm gonna send it to you and then we'll talk about it um so do you see that pretty much that like small person in the middle oh, okay yeah so him so if you look like he's standing off by himself he's shorter than everyone so you picture this kid because this kid is like 12 13 right now mm-hmm. andrew basiago his shoes don't match anyone else's. He looks like he's standing apart from everyone, just kind of by himself. And so Andrew Bosiaco says that this is a picture of him at the Gettysburg address. And he said he, like, got there and his, like, clothes weren't super fitting. Like, they, like, tried to dress him in the right time period. But, like, yeah, he nothing does matches look out of anything. Place. And so he says, so he kind of, like, went off by himself because he was just there to kind of, like, supposed to be there to listen and report and then he says that this picture was taken and this that's him. That's why he's standing off by himself. That's why he doesn't match anyone else. That's why. And so I'm like, I believe. <laughs> that's pretty. Yeah. It. And where does that picture? It's just a picture that they have. Yeah. So. Yes, this picture is a picture of the Gettysburg address, and then, and that's why We Drink says that, like, people have come forward and said, like, that picture is not doctored, it's not photoshopped, but, like, there's no way to prove that it's Andrew Balciago. Yeah. So, like, that's an actual photo, and Andrew Hmm. says that it's him. Hmm. So. Interesting. I just, I think, I remember Googling that, and that's when I was like, holy shit, like, this is real i was like this is it there's photo evidence like what that's true because like why is there a kid there you know he looks he looks young he looks kind of out of place he doesn't his clothing doesn't match everyone else yeah so it's just kind of a fun so he also talks about how he was sent to like the ford feed ford's theater during lincoln's assassination he never actually like witnessed the assassination because his like mission was like just to be there and like observe and then when he heard the gunshot to like come back or whatever um and then he talked about how he would always be like on the bottom floor but then he talks about how he was sent there multiple times and at one time he actually like ran into himself from a previous jump like Hmm. as they were leaving the theater like they heard the gunshot and so he like started to get worried about like running into himself at other places and like the like repercussions of it because as we know we don't want to cause that paradox yeah no no so he talks about how that happened um and then a couple times he was like not every time but like so so i guess like with the ford's theater one he was just kind of there and he got worried about like if people saw like two of him like and then he got like arrested kind of thing mm-hmm. like it'd be weird but because like when they sent him back to see george washington he said that they sent him with like a package pretty much in case he got like arrested that he could be like no this is from the future uh, some shit like that yeah thing, like proving that he's from the future it was probably like 
George Washington's wooden teeth. He's like, look, these are yours. For a dollar bill. Like, what the? Oh, holy shit. Could you imagine? Yeah. Some kid shows up and is just like, here's a dollar bill with your face on it. And he's like, what the? My neighbor's damn dog is barking. So he talked about how, he, so according to him, that's why we drink dirt. During, like, the time of Project Pegasus, Andrew said there was, like, over, like, 140 participants. Um, most were children, and the reason they used children, we're going to talk about it now, is one of the reasons was that they were able to study, like, the effects of time jumping over time, like, as people grew up. Oh, kind of that's smart. You know what that means? Um, and then, like, size-wise, like, holograms or whatever, when they first started, would, like, collapse if adults used it. So they, like, needed okay. small people. I guess they're um, less noticeable as well. So that's another one is they're less biased because, you know, you, they don't have their own political views. Cool. They don't have their own things. So it's like when they're sent to just like observe history and come back, it's easier to do that because they're kind of blank that's slates. That's true. Um, and then <laughs> this is my favorite one is that they were originally trainees and they were expected to become chrononauts which is pretty much like the space force of time travel. <laughs> gotcha. So they were going to like be those people that like time traveled for the government kind of thing. Um, Honestly, and again, I'd be down. Oh, 100%. I think it'd be so fun. Yeah. So um, if you're another listening, one was recruit me. Project DARPA. DARPA. Come for me. Come I'm not smart enough for DARPA. <laughs> They're like, we're looking at time travel and I'm like, I can't even understand crystals being in an octagon without me being like i'm <laughs> over it so like what is an octagon it's, it's 12 Eight sides too many <laughs> too many i need like one side um so where was i oh and the last one was like the psychological effects of children jumping were less than adults because like if you picture like the imagination of children like they can believe time traveling like it's nothing like they're just That's like yeah true but, like, if an adult goes back in time, like, they go crazy because they're, like, I literally just freaking time traveled. Yeah. That kind of thing. So that was another reason that children were used. Gotcha. Um, so. Oh, so I guess another guy came forward. I didn't get this guy's name. Came forward and was, like, corroborating Basiago's story. And so they were talking about, like, how kids were used. And he... Like, there were still obviously kinks to work out, and so he remembers this one time. Um, it's just, like, real-life splinching. This kid came back before his legs did, <gasps> and, like, he just remembered the kid, like, sitting there, like, screaming for, like, no. a solid, like, 30 seconds until his legs showed up. And so, yeah, I guess it was, so, like, obviously not the most ethical. Yeah. Hence why they originally used orphans from third-world countries, Rude. which is... So all these children going missing at the border, mm. hashtag being used in Project Pegasus 2.0. It's a long hashtag. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Anyways. So, okay, so M was, so M from, and that's, that's what we drink, was talking about how they were studying at one point in high school and they were talking about like the morality of time travel. Mm -hmm. So this was just super interesting to me. So I wanted to get your opinion. Okay. So they were saying like for time travel to happen, sometimes you'd have like, you're kind of like killing yourself just to be like remade. 
in a different location so you're like you're making like a photocopy of yourself but like yourself dies so like with like the whole like if the body has a soul like does this how does the soul work and like are you really the same person after you've teleported i don't know do you have any thoughts on that Hmm. I never thought None. of it like that. Like, well, I'm, I'm just, I'm just trying to process it before I respond. So you she's like saying thing. it's there's an issue because you die in order to time travel, basically. Well, like because we don't know the effects. Because I don't it, think like, that's how I don't think that's how it works. Like I, I just think you like, kind even, of. So like. Let's say it breaks down all of your atoms and then it just like puts those atoms somewhere else. What if one of those atoms of like your brain don't make it there? So like are you still yourself? That's true. And like if you're someone that believes in like the body and the spirit kind of a thing, like what happens yeah, to your spirit? Exactly. Or so like soul? if you believe in like a soul. That's true. I don't know. So just kind of some like interesting stuff. I was like, holy shit, this is too deep for four AM. Was she saying like that's her argument for time travel not to be possible or no, she was they just, were just like, saying what happens no they were just saying like in high school they were doing um a like it started a research project on time travel and then that's kind of more of what their paper became was just like the morality effects of time travel if it were possible gotcha. What would they be? So I just found it was super interesting. So I was like, hmm, never thought about it. Yeah. So now we're going to get to none other. Um, oh, so that was kind of where episode 102 ended with, and that's why we drink. So now we're going to get into some stuff that they talk about in 103. Please tell me um, you're talking about Obama. Yes, we okay, are going to talk good. about Obama. So, um, Basiago t- comes forward and actually says that in 1971 he brought back footage of 9-11 happening um, and he said that his father knew about 9-11 and that he remembers seeing footage of the attack um, but then he like nothing ever happened about it and so he kind of just like I'm sure he saw a lot of things doing that but then when he saw 9-11 actually happen to the United States, that's when he decided, like, I have to come forward about this and, like, yeah, figure out what's actually happening. Awful. Being like, I remember seeing footage about this and it wasn't stopped. Yeah. So, so he's kind of like, I want DARPA to come forward and, like, release unclassified documents. And so then, like, at that point, it's like, but DARPA or this Project Pegasus never really started out trying to play God. It was more just like gathering intel. That's like, true. You talk, because if you know, you like mess the butterfly with... effect. Yeah, the butterfly effect. So it's like if they had tried to stop nine eleven, could they have started something worse? Something worse. Which it gets very more like your morals get very questioned because you're like, obviously, there's no way you'd want that many people to die or it's that to like happen. It's like the save the many by. Yeah, exactly. But it's like, so what if you stopped that? But then all of a sudden it started World War Three atomic bombs and like the entire world collapse. So, I mean, super, that's a debate for another day. Yeah. But that's kind of when after 9-11, Basio came forward with his affidavit saying like, I don't care if people call me crazy. Like, I have to release this information that I know. 
so then he in this like his affidavit and everything he talks about how he left the program at 12 years old and kind of just like went back to school kind of thing and like kind of just has memories of that but then they came back in 1980 um and they kind of recruited him again they're like hey like you were a part of this before like can you help us do it again and so this like at this point project project pegasus has become traveling and identifying future united states presidents and like helping them understand that they're going to be president and kind of like helping them get information that they need to know before they're president kind of thing so it's like yeah kind of thing so he talks about how he met with several future leaders um and like kind of helped debrief them and he says he remembers having um lunch like he says he met george w bush george h w bush bill clinton and dick cheney so like he remembers meeting with them just like having lunch with them be like hey you're going to be president or vice president in the future and like here's some stuff you need to know hells yeah so he's hells yeah also came forward and said that he never officially met with trump but he remembers growing up like watching tv with his dad and his dad said that man's going to be president of the united states one day and he kind of thought nothing of it but now trump's our president so crazy and now we get to my favorite part yeah everything from here on out is where i'm like "Mm, maybe i don't believe this but (laughs) because it's rough because like some of the stuff he says you can be like okay i kind of almost everything he said before like i 100 percent believe that maybe the cia was doing some crazy stuff in the 70s oh for sure and like do i think that it's possible that they had the technology to do this yes and they just haven't released it um do i think that they would go back and try to record as much information yes um, so we're going to get into this part. You, you can let me know what you think. Yes. He right. comes forward and says that he also worked on this project um, ap- and after 1980 with Barack Obama. Yes. They were fellow trainees uh, for the Mars training missions. Oh, yeah. So they were training to teleport to Mars. Um, to colonize it or to just like check it out? Yes. <laughs> okay. So... <laughs> This guy, his, I think his name was, they said like Brett or Bill, but I wrote his last name is Stillings. He is another guy that comes forward with Andrew Basiago and like corroborates this whole story and says, I was one of the kids too, or like the teenage, like the 18, 20 year old that was part of this program. And, um, he says that they both remember working with a guy named Barry Satoro, which I guess for those who do not know is what the racist people say was and Barack Obama's name before he went by Barack Obama. Like, gotcha. he changed it in high school. And you remember that whole thing about, like, Barack Obama's not even Wasn't a, from a, America, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that kind of thing. So, supposedly, Barack Obama is this Barry Satoro. Um, and then they also remember working with a woman named Regina Dugan. So... At the time that Barack Obama becomes president, um, Regina Dugan also becomes, is appointed, I believe, by Barack Obama to be the head of DARPA. Okay. So, like, because they were friends in this training program. buddies. So, it's like, hey, like, I know you're going to do good because we were part of this DARPA program. That kind of thing. Um, So, we're... 
I mean, we're, when I come to visit, we're not going to be in LA, but when I, we're going to, I'm going to come visit LA again. We're going to go to this. There's a place, they give the address in um, the 103 episode, but it's across from LAX, there's this building and that's where the jump portal is to get <gasps> to Mars. No way. Can yes. you go in there? I don't know. So I Probably not. Probably not. Um, and so, um, where am I at? Oh, so when this Brett Stillings and Andrew Basiago, they come forward and they're both like, we have like these memories, but they like are not super clear. And so it's like they get together and like piece a bunch together kind of thing. And they believe like they're like their brain, like mind wipe men in black, like lost information about it because like they have these things and Basiago talks about how he had like these weird things that he just thought were dreams until he found like a journal of his with all this information in it like he used to like write about his missions and stuff and he's like oh they weren't dreams so mind wiping the government's not afraid to do it oh Um, oh 100% oh so then supposedly in his journals and stuff or like in his affidavit Basiago Basiago says um, that there were like over 90,000 people who were part of these Mars missions or whatever. That's a lot. And But over the five year period, only 7,000 of them survived. So like a ton of people just... Excuse me, what? Yeah, and so that wasn't really explained like whether or not it was like they died on the missions or like I picture like some people probably died on the missions. Some people like got cancer from teleporting. Some people, you know what I mean? Like all these people... And that makes or, it like, more didn't believable. Like, did it come that, all the way back? Yeah, that kind of thing. And so that's how it, it's more believable for me that, what, 83,000 people died in five years without no one noticing? Yeah. Whatever. Um, and so they talk about how Barack Obama and him and this Dugan girl, they were all, like, they took these special classes together on, like, self-defense and, like, how to defend themselves on Mars from, like, Martians. Hmm. Hint, hint, wink, wink. I don't know. But he <laughs> remembers taking those classes, and then they would go to Mars together, and he met a bunch of other prominent people in politics. Um, he was told that his mission on Mars was to be seen and not killed. Oh, so, like, he was that. like, do not die. And then I'm almost done. So we're on our way out. So he, Basiago, was told that by the year 2028, he would become president or vice president of the United States. Yeah. So we have, he's obviously not running. So supposedly, I looked it up. M said he was running for 2020, and it was supposed to be like, I think I remember that. I think we looked it up and like went to his website. So I went to, it was like bossiago2020.net and I went there and it's like taken down. So I don't know if he's running oh, like man. third party or what, um, but we still have two more elections after this to Please. see if he's full of shit. Um, and then, so he has also come forward and said that he believes that like the CIA sent these like people, he what he calls like white hats, like the time traveling people back to the past to his father to kind of help recruit him to this project so that he would be recruited as well and like it was like this whole like time travel like went back to make sure that they actually were involved kind of thing um and so that's how he thinks that like he's 
meant to be the person that ushers us into that time travel space age. And that's all I have <gasps> about it right now. So I believed everything up until Barack Obama and this Dugan Regina girl going and... to Mars. Yeah. But I here's the thing. Is Andrew Basiago crazy? Maybe. But like that's a lot of he has a lot of information. And like for someone oh, yeah. to make up that much stuff. But like that much stuff that also cuz like when when we were talking about like the lizard people, remember how it just got like too outlandish and we're like Yeah. Were this like all kind of like there's some fits together? Yeah. And like that picture is pretty convincing. I love that picture. That is my favorite thing that i've ever seen about anything i'm just like it's real it's real well and that's the thing that like in the um christine and em were talking about and that's why we drink is like up until like barack obama like throwing out all these big names going to mars like they could believe everything like i could even believe that like the government had portals to get to mars and like was working on mars stuff that kind of thing and just like keeping it hush hush but like throwing out big names and being like barack obama's been to mars is kind of yeah you're like, don't. Like, the whole. Tr- also, like, the training the presidents. I don't know if I buy that either. Why not? Because people aren't good at keeping secrets. Oh, I know. Like. Like, if someone came forward and was like, I'm going to be president of the United States one day, I'd be like, I'm going to be president of the United States. I'd tell everyone. Yeah, I would tell everyone. Even when doing my com- campaign, I'd be like, I know I'm going to win because someone from the past told me. <laughs> no, I guess you can't Except, say that because then you're crazy. One other thing they talked about, I don't remember if Basiaga talked about it, but they were talking about how like people believe that Kennedy was assassinated because he was asking too many questions and like he was going to tell people. He was going to expose like, the CIA. Yeah, and so, like, what if he was exposing them about this Project Pegasus and killed him? And so then they come forward and they're like, you're going to be president, but you can't tell it. Like, you can, like, obviously be as cocky as you want, but you can't tell anyone because we will kill you like we killed Kennedy. Yeah. Like, they're obviously not afraid to get their hands dirty. That's true. I don't think I believe it. I'm a little offended. It's okay. I just... I did... Seven pages of research for you not to believe this. <laughs> I mean, that's the the fun part, though, is that sometimes we I'm don't agree. Two thousand six hundred and twenty-three words. Okay, yeah, and... but you are convinced, but that doesn't mean I have to be. I there think was you're. A photo. I okay. Was the a photo's photo. awesome, but what have we learned from other conspiracies? Photoshop is a thing. You can't. This is bullshit. You can't tell me that that photo's photoshopped and then be like. The moon landing was faked because of Photoshop. <laughs> no. That picture is very convincing, but like it could have just been a kid, you know? Yeah, but you just think Andrew Basiago just like saw the photo and was like, this is the one. That's me. Maybe. <laughs> like I could easily get a photo and be like, that is me. I time traveled. Yeah, but, like, you but have if- to find the right one to be, like, oh, I'm standing by myself because I was, like, feeling out of place and, like, nothing matches. Like, you have just- thing is It's, like, too perfect. Yeah. I. Here's the thing. 
I do believe after this, because at the beginning I said I don't think we've time traveled, correct? Yeah. I think the technology is there and that we have done it, but I don't think it's like as often as Basiago is claiming. Like that we've done a, a million jumps and there's all these kids doing jumps. Like I think they have tested it like a little bit, but Wait, not to the extent. He ex- said delivery? <laughs> delivery. I just, I don't know. I'm not completely on board. I'm convinced a little bit, but not but not as much as you, I don't I just, think. I just really wish that he hadn't gone to, like, Barack Obama's been on Mars, because I would be all over this. Yeah, if... But I'm just like... That's the thing. I think he would be more credible if he didn't have all that stuff after, you know? Because yeah. that kind of takes away his credibility, because you're like, that's a little too outlandish for me. But, like, I also picture, like, he's, like... Uh, like a good lawyer of like a private law firm and he like signed an affidavit saying like i don't care if i sound crazy like i could that's be true that part is a little convincing too because he's like take away my freaking whatever take yeah, away everything like, it's my so i will say let's say uh on a scale of one to ten I would say the time, not the Obama part, like just the beginning part. Yes. Like a six and a half. Okay. And then with the Obama part? Like a two. <laughs> okay. Just because I think it's If you fun. take Obama out of it, I'm at an eight. Yeah. If you took Obama, you Obama out of it, in, I, it's way Obama higher. In, I'm definitely like a three. Yeah. If he just said there were training groups that went to Mars, I would be like, okay. Yeah. But then he's yeah. like, but Obama has been on Mars. I know him. Obama would brag um, about that all the time. Are you kidding me? But like Barack Obama has some swag and I feel like maybe it's from because he's like, I've been to Mars. Like I'm cool. You know what I like, mean? Like. Yeah. He's like, Michelle knows. Oh, Michelle, he's definitely, they've been on a date to Mars. (gasps) You You think he can still go? You, Michelle could not, Michelle would be on Mars teaching the little Martian kids how to be healthy. How to eat vegetables. (laughs) Yeah. Do you remember in like middle school when like Michelle Obama did like the food thing? Yeah. (laughs) And And she like, like banned pizza from school? I was so mad. Everyone hated Michelle Obama. It was so funny. She would pop up on Nickelodeon and be like, sweet potato is my favorite vegetable. And you're like, F you. I want to watch Spongebob. Don't tell me like, I should I eat more eat vegetables. Pizza at lunch. <laughs> yeah. I just Pizza is a vegetable to me. Okay. It's very good. Uh, ooh, you know what sounds good right now? Pizza. Little Caesars crazy <gasps> bread. <sighs> they have like um, cheese stuffed crazy bread now. I just got literal chills when you said that. <laughs> and this is why we get out of breath when we sit. This is why when I'm talking, I'm constantly going. <laughs> and then I also recognize I cleared my throat like 75 bajillion it's okay. times. You're, you're the one that has to edit it, not me. Yeah, let's end this episode because I don't want it. We're already at it's too long. Well, I mean, I feel like it's going to be shorter because there was a lot of gaps. But anyway, thank you, Connor, for this wonderful 
presentation of a conspiracy. It was very fun. I was too afraid to like get too up, hyped up too because I don't want to start yelling while Jarek's asleep. <sighs> so I'm trying to like. It's okay. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening. Um, if you want to contact us or keep listening or have any questions, comments, not. concerns, no one has ever emailed us. So if you want to be the first to email us, please, I would love that. Even if it's just we like F you, I would like be happy. DMs we do get DMs, in, but, we, but, but I, I kind of want an email, just, you know? I just want to feel official. Yeah. Like you whoever's listening, emails. just email me saying hi. <laughs> That's it. And you know where suck you can ass. email suck my ass. You know where you can email us at CSTF CSTF at gmail.com podcast at gmail.com. You can also DM us at snacks and tinfoil hats on Instagram or conspiracy snacks and tinfoil hats on Facebook. Um, I'm not even going to mention our Twitter anymore because I'm ashamed of it. I retweeted something. Oh, you did. Okay, yeah. it's CSTFHP. <laughs> um, also, you can listen to us wait, on... Wait, 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 The thing I retweeted, did you hear that there was, like, a package? Um, that was intercepted at the White House? Yeah. Someone tried to yeah, kill and it Trump? Had, like, it had yeah. toxic substances in it. Yes. Yeah. So that's what I retweeted. I retweeted about that. Oh, so I love crazy. That. We almost got our wish. Um. Anyway... You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. Please make sure to give us a five-star rating. Google Play. Uh, Whatever. (laughs) Who listens to that? Your brother? Yeah. (laughs) Tell him to get with the times and get Spotify (laughs) or Apple. Get an iPhone. Get an iPhone, you noob. Anyway, um... Yeah, give us a five-star rating, comment on how much you love us, even if you don't. Like, let's just get up on the charts so we can finally get famous and make some coin because me and Connor don't want to do college or have real jobs. I'm literally on the verge <laughs> of an OnlyFans, and I really don't want to If you would like all- us to I mean, start an OnlyFans. I support <laughs> everyone who does OnlyFans, but, like, I don't want to do it because I don't want to have to, like research how to start one and how to be good or look good on camera so please 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 help us get famous on this podcast please even if it's like please all three of you please i know you're listening from atlanta georgia (laughs) in chester pennsylvania i don't know your names but please make us famous (laughs) and just know that if we go missing it was DARPA. What is it called? DARPA. It was DARPA. <laughs> I was gonna say the CIA, but DARPA, one hundred percent. If um, I go mi- no, if I go missing before next time, it's DARPA, and I've been recruited. Oh no, fair. <laughs> they killed you. I was recruited. So <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> okay, bye. Okay, bye. Do I need to start over? No, I'll just turn it off. Hold on. How do I turn it off? (laughs) Oh, it's right there. (laughs) Okay, give it a couple seconds.